Welcome to Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are here each Sunday at 6.30 a.m. on 99.1 FM KGX and 9 a.m. on 92.3 FM KWXY. We also invite you to download and subscribe to our podcast. It is really easy. All you have to do is go to iTunes, look for you Learn Something New, press subscribe, and you will get a new show each week. This show, of course, is produced by my dynamic team of student interns who are now officially graduated and headed off to greener pastures. But uh, thank you, thank you. As we record in advance, they took care of this before they took off. And that's Jasmine Rivera and Myra Canseco. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for everything that you've done. And we wish you the very, very best. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome back my monthly co-host, Palm Springs Unified's Visual and Performing Arts Coordinator, Barbara Anglin. Welcome back. Thank you. Always happy to be here. Hi, everyone. And she has brought with her Hillary Roberts, who is the manager of school and community programs for the Palm Springs Art Museum. Welcome, Hillary. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, Barbara, how are you? Whew, what a year, huh? <laughs> it has been a year, that's for sure. And since uh, since we record a little in advance, we're not going to even try to speculate. Oh. Uh, how what's going on outside? We've learned but, that um, Not exactly. But I, you know, hopeful, hopeful that as you're listening to this show, things are continuing to return to a somewhat, you know, pre-COVID normal. Uh, it's going to take a while for it to to be absolutely the same. We know that, but uh, things are definitely looking up. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so um, Barbara, you know, I, why don't we just get right into it? Tell us about our guest today. Well, Hillary Roberts, as you said, is from the Palm Springs um, Museum, Art Museum, and we have a long um, community art partnership with them that's been in the third grade previously. And then, you know, with COVID, everything changes. And so uh, the program that uh, they provided virtually was now for third, fourth, and fifth graders. And it was called See and Do. And I'll let Hillary go into more detail about how it worked with a piece of permanent artwork that the students learned about for the C part. And then the Do part was an art activity that the students did in relation to that piece of artwork or architecture. And the museum was very generous and provided um, some art supply <laughs> packets to our third, fourth, and fifth graders in the pilot schools that they worked with. All right, well, Hillary, before we get an overview of the See and Do program, um, how long have you been with the museum and what is your background? Yeah, I've been with the museum for three years now. Uh, I started off as the education department coordinator um, and have now taken on community and school programs. Uh, I have a background in museum studies, so um, I have a master's in museum cultures um, and have done many internships and previous jobs at museums. I just love museums and have found um, sort of a niche in museum education working with 
community, the community groups and school programs. Um, and now I'm at the Palm Springs Art Museum. Awesome. Are you from here locally? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from the Bay Area. I grew up in Oakland um, and I've lived all over. I've lived abroad in London and I made my way back to California for warmer weather. I've lived in LA. I've lived in the Central <laughs> Coast and now I'm here in uh, happy Palm Springs where um, I'm really enjoying Southern California and of course the warm weather. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot to be said for all the other places you've been and how exciting. And then, you know, when everything is said and done, this is a very, very cool place to live and work, I think. It is. As a, as a New York transplant uh, 31 years ago, I, uh, I don't think I'm going anywhere. I... Absolutely you know, love I was care. born and raised here, and as we've talked about, I went through the Palm Springs school system, and you don't appreciate it when you live here and grow up here, and then, you know, you leave, and then you come back, and you really appreciate our little valley here. That's grown tremendously, but you just, like, we're protected by the mountains around us, and it's like a big hug, and it's it's a wonderful place to live. Yeah, and that's why we have to, you know, when our kids are so hepped up about leaving we have to let them and they'll yeah. be back because they will see that this is the place to be so anyway that was a little <laughs> bit of a bird walk but thankfully we have some time and hillary glad that you're here um living in paradise with us um okay the past year has not been paradise but that's that's only because it's it has nothing to do with the palm springs area it was the whole world so you know if you had to go through something like this going through it here wasn't so bad yeah you know when you compare it to some of the weather issues that you know separate from the pandemic the weather issues that have been going on all over the country is just crazy it's crazy anyway hillary tell us about see and do yeah palm springs art museum is very pleased and excited to present a new at-home school program it's called see and do as barbara mentioned it's for third fourth and fifth grade students um, each lesson is called an art portfolio and art portfolios can be distributed as printed workbooks each lesson connects to the california visual and performing arts standards and also integrates the common core standards each CNDU art portfolio examines an artwork from the Palm Springs Art Museum collection and is divided into two parts. In the first part of the lesson, students will see a work of art from the museum collection. They will also be introduced to the artist, will learn about key ideas, and are provided with a glossary that defines terms that might be new to students. The second section invites students to do a hands-on activity inspired by the artwork. Um, topics include themes such as the elements of art, art materials, and art subjects. See and Do is designed to be done by students during their asynchronous learning, meaning that they can do it independently. Each lesson can be done on its own and does not need to be done in any order. Teachers are supported with guidance from Palm Springs Art Museum art educators and will also have access to a teacher webpage. And on that webpage, teachers can find PDFs of the art portfolio workbooks, as well as re uh, recorded videos that provide uh, an outline or an overview of each lesson. 
to find out more about See and Do and how you can get access to it, or if you have questions, please contact the Education Department. Um, I'm going to spell out our email. It's edudept at psmuseum.org. We'd be happy to hear from you. Okay, so you um, you provided a link to uh, Barbara and I with the uh, with all everything that you just described. I could not find that myself. So that's the, that's like a back end thing, right? Like that's you have to be an educator who is signed up for this program in order to have access to. Yes. This yes. curriculum. That's okay. correct. So um, we will have information. There is information on our website about CNDU and how you can contact us to find out more. But the downloadable PDFs and the videos uh, are designed uh, for teachers uh, who are teaching the lesson. So it's just we call it kind of a secret uh, page for teachers. And um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I. I Looking at it, I mean, it's it's very comprehensive, and I, I did have an opportunity, you know, I didn't click through everything, but I did um, certainly get an overview, and it was uh, just what you described very succinctly, and it's, uh, what a great resource for our kids, and what, what schools did we pilot that this year? Let's see if I can remember them all. We piloted with six elementary schools within Palm Springs Unified. Um, Rio Vista, Cabot, Yerksa, Cahuilla, Julius Corsini, Bella Vista, and Bubbling Wells. Did you say Well, that was pretty good. <laughs> Glad I remembered. <laughs> so, Barbara, what, what kind of feedback have you heard from, uh, from teachers about this? They were so excited to sign up for it, um, especially the teachers that have had the experience with the art museum because they know the high quality of um, product that they produce for their students and for them. And we've talked about this before that the arts, fine arts, dance, theater, singing, instrumental, media arts, they're all such an important outlet and even more so now during you know these pandemic times and the racial times and the weather times and so, um, the teachers were very excited to get these lessons for their students. Yeah, we had conversations yeah. with Barbara um, during the summer kind of about how the museum could be a resource for teachers and, and students. And we sort of designed see and do with some of um, that those conversations in mind. Um, we didn't want to create a program with Zoom um, or something virtual. We thought more hands-on um, would be something fun for the students to actually walk away um, with something that's theirs and an art activity that they can make on their own. Yeah, and that's, you know, given that everything's been virtual for the past year, for the most part, um, actually giving the kids the opportunity to participate and create mm -hmm. something, <clears throat> excuse me, is so important, you know, versus uh, another lecture or, you know, another video and I, all that's great, but still in all to have this kind of hands-on experience is awesome. 
but that was part of the conversation sure. was the zoom fatigue and maybe losing yeah. kids and teachers because of that and so the museum did a really good job of you know a short lesson and then the, the hands-on um which they really needed a little break from screen time yeah we kind of hope they can be an enrichment opportunity or if teachers are teaching something in the classroom that connects to one of the lessons they can use that to sort of supplement what the students are learning in the classroom and hillary's being very yeah. um, modest because she worked very hard on these lessons it's been fun though. oh i can <laughs> i can certainly tell how much work was put in i mean it is very comprehensive yeah and it definitely so, the uh, team though to put um to do a lot of things, but to definitely put together this program, it took a team um, across education. I had the help of uh, Jessica Macias, our art educator, um, and Rochelle Steiner, who's chief curator and head of programs and education at the museum. We all three worked really closely um, to develop these programs. Jessica has two nieces who are in Palm Springs Unified um, and who are around the ages of third, fourth, and fifth grade. And we actually tested the lessons out on them and they really helped us to identify uh, if terms were unfamiliar to them to help maybe um, define them or to clarify portions of the lesson. Um, and then of course, just cross-departmentally throughout the museum, we had a lot of other people helping out and making this program possible. Well, it's always important to pilot it with the actual uh, guinea pigs that are going to be using it. And when I say guinea pigs, I'm talking about nice. our kids. So that's awesome. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Learn Something New Every Day on KGX and KWXY. And my guests are my monthly co-host, our visual and performing arts coordinator for Palm Springs Unified, Barbara Englund, and the manager of school and community programs for the Palm Springs Art Museum, Hillary Roberts. And we're talking about the see and do program for third, fourth, and fifth graders, which we piloted at six of our elementary schools this year. And it sounds like it's been a phenomenal program. Um, are we going to, Barbara, as we move forward and you know, hoping that things are quote back to normal with the next school year and we're back in person for the majority of the time, which as we speak now looks like it's likely. Right. I'm not going to say it's sure, but I, I, it's heading in the right direction. Are we going to go back to the Art Within Reach program? As soon as we get the okay that, um, you know, outside artists and community members can um, be in our schools, then we will gear up and start back with Art Within Reach. So Hillary, I, I assume since you've been at the museum for three years, you have been involved in the Art Within yeah, Reach program? Yeah, so give us an overview on what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, happy to. But I would say uh, stay tuned for future updates on Art Within Reach. Um, Art Within Reach is a program that we partnered with Palm Springs Unified um, for third grade students. It's a four lesson program. Three lessons are done in the classroom and are taught by museum staff. An art educator goes to third grade classrooms uh, and provides an overview of artwork from the collection, 
often taking a look at a special exhibition that's on view at the museum and then engaging students in a hands-on activity. The fourth lesson takes place at the museum where students are on, uh, they go on a docent tour, so a guided tour throughout the museum where they will take a look at some of the artwork they've been learning about in the classroom, um, as well as um, our special exhibitions. And then they will uh, go into our art studios where they will finish up their art project. Uh, in the fourth lesson with their art educator. Um, so it's a really great program because they're not only creating an art project, but they're connecting artwork to, uh, that's in the museum to what they're uh, learning. So I was fortunate enough a couple years ago to go on the, uh, with the class on, well, I didn't go with the class, I met them there, but with our, um, our previous uh, arts coordinator, Louisa Castrodale, I, well, she's Louisa Higgins now, uh, before she moved on to, uh, to do what she was doing with us for all of Riverside County. But she invited me to come and it was so great. I mean, to, you know, like you kind of had half the class on their tour and the other half getting their lesson and completing their projects and then they switched and it was um it was really just to be there with the kids and uh see the the faces and how engaged they were in the whole experience not just going through the museum but the art project as well and the um the and i don't remember who the instructor was at the time but he was phenomenal too. So I hope that our kids will have the opportunity to have their field trips to the museum back yes. soon because it's uh, there's nothing like yeah, it. We certainly, we certainly miss the students and um, in the classroom and the gallery. So we look forward to welcoming, welcoming them back. So um, Hillary, as we are here a little in advance of this uh, end of June air date. Um, are you guys, do you guys still have your docent program in place? And what about the teen docent? Yeah, so it's been a, it's been a year for everyone. And there's been yeah. a lot of changes. I think the word for a lot of people is adaptability and flexibility. Um, so that's certainly been true at the museum. So um, things are probably going to look a little different for the foreseeable future. We still have our wonderful docents and our docent program. For the past year, they've been uh, doing a docent training course, which is taught by our chief curator, Rochelle Steiner, and um, USC professor. Um, so they're still active and still around. Um, our teen docents, unfortunately, we've not been able um, to meet with them this year. Uh, but again, stay tuned for uh, future team programs and activities. Um, and as far as in-person group kind of programming, um, that might be on hiatus for some time as well. Um, visitors are certainly welcome to come to the museum, but we won't be having group tours or programming in person for some time. We will continue to have uh, virtual programming. Yeah, I, the, the whole group thing is, you know, evolving um, as we speak and as we 
if we continue on the road we're in, by the time the show airs, maybe we're going to be in the least restrictive tier and we can get back to having some group activity, but we don't know that yet. And everybody needs to be safe and just, you know, follow the protocols and we'll get there eventually. So um, that's, that's great news. And I know in uh, quote normal times, the museum is also involved with um, scholarships for our kids. Is that still happening? Um, I would say stay tuned. You know, things are kind of evolving. Um, constantly and changing. Yeah. So stay tuned. You can find out more information on our website or stay up to date uh, on our e-news. You can sign up for our e-news on the website. If you scroll down towards the bottom, there's a little box where you can enter in your email address and we'll have our updates um, there and you can get them in your email. And that's psmuseum.org. Yes. Psmuseum.org is where you can Sign up for our e-news and find more information about our events and programs. Well, that's easy. And, uh, you know, I I shouldn't get political here, but since it's, as we're recording this show, it's a fresh topic. You know, I wonder as today's June 28th, if we're going to see, um, you know, Marilyn from the windows of the Palm Springs Art Museum or not. <laughs> I guess we have to stay tuned to that. I know that the, you know, the the museum um, was not in favor of having that particular piece of, or that sculpture or whatever we refer to it right there in front of the museum. And I actually happen to be one who agrees with that, but um, not to say there's not a place for it, but I agree that isn't the place. Yeah. Anyway, do you care to comment or not um, really? Yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to comment on it. I have my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I've not been too yeah. involved with it, so I really can't comment on it either. Yeah. Barbara, do you have an opinion or no, not, not really either? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's okay. We're not going to, you know. It, it's not it's not really the show for it but as i said when we're recording it's a hot topic right, right now so anyway yeah so barbara in the couple of minutes we have left you know we've certainly spent a lot of the um past year focused on the challenges and the negative aspects of our kids mm -hmm. having to be in distance learning and not in their classrooms where they belong. At the same time, we've spent, you know, a, a fair amount of time talking about some of the things that we've learned that we'll be able to bring forward into the future, you know, and um, things that we've learned that we didn't do uh -huh. that way before, but because us, we were forced into a situation where we had to do them this way. And when I say that, I mean in virtual platforms. And so I thought maybe you might share some, uh, a couple of the things that stand out in your mind as you reflect back on, you know, what what's amazed you and what's like some of the aha things that have happened? You know, something that um, stood out because, um, when this was recorded, we just finished the um, student screening day for Palm Springs International Film Festival. 
and it was virtual. And uh-huh. what was great about it, and this can you know apply to many other things that we've done, is the ability to have people that don't usually get to come to the events be a part of it because there wasn't bus transportation costs involved and and the time away from school to travel to and from. So large events like that, whereas in person you have a certain energy, it also virtually opens up the door for so many more students to be a part of it. And you're able to get um, guest speakers, like the we had the, the star of the documentary and the two filmmakers there. And you know there wasn't the cost of flying them in and things like that were are wonderful because more kids get to participate when we do it virtually. Or when we do Lady Leeds all yeah. together, all the schools together, the girls, like we, they do one Friday a month where all the schools come together instead of just in, you know, during the month, just in their own school. And they really like meeting girls from other schools where we can't do that in person. So there are some things that might carry over, have a blend of in-person and virtual things when we want to get them all together. Right. That's right. That's so true. And um, that's certainly, I think, one of the big takeaways that we have is that sometimes the virtual platform actually works really well. And like you said, bringing together groups of people that wouldn't have the opportunity due yes. to time and money. And, um, and, and also with speakers, you know, with, you know, sometimes you can't afford or they don't have time in their schedule to make a trip out here from even from LA, or if they, you know, they could be in Spain, and they could still participate. Why Spain, but Hillary, have you seen that too? Like the um, museum's outreach, in some ways could be that much further because of the virtual absolutely yeah i think we're getting people from all over the country and all over the world who are able to come to the museum virtually and i myself have been participating in a lot of virtual programs and going to other places that i wouldn't normally be able to go through uh go to through virtual programming so i hope this is something um that we continue to do um, because as Barbara said, it sort of provides uh, more accessibility um, and opportunities to meet other people that you wouldn't normally come into contact with. So. Yeah, definitely. And you know, as I as we were just talking about this, it popped into my head that, you know, we were just kind of getting into like virtual uh-huh. field trips right before before this started where you you know i forgot um what's the you know like the underwater yeah. Jacques Cousteau, right didn't they kind of start that first where they were doing virtual yes. experiences yeah and now it's kind of become you know, that's how, the, for the past year, that's how we've done everything. And it's not so bad in some cases. You know, of course you want to go in person to some of the places, but look at how many places you can actually go to from your living room. The technology is so clear and crisp and vibrant that right. <laughs> you really get the details. 
Yeah, and then, you know, if you get those, uh, what do they call, virtual reality glasses to go along with it, oh my gosh, like, you really don't even have to leave home. It's crazy. So, I we've managed to, to wrap up this show on a very high note, I think, because we've found that, you know, it's not all bad, and we're going to take the good parts and use them Absolutely. as we move forward. Yeah. So thank you both so very much. Um, Barbara, we love you. We'll have you back next month with another guest, no doubt. And Hillary, thank you for everything that you do and the opportunities that the Palm Springs Art Museum provides for our kids, both in person and Thank you so much virtual. for having me. And we really look forward to welcoming you and the students back to the museum. Absolutely. And keep track of what's going on. Go to psmuseum.org, sign up for the email update so you won't miss a thing. Our show airs each Sunday right here on KWXY and KGX. Our podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks again, Barbara and Hillary, and we will see you.